The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. I'm really messing with this new, uh, you know, theme song that we got going. It's really dope. Uh, you know, we got another week of the show. This is Dom. How y'all doing? And this is Streetball episode nine of season two. We're going to talk about the Wild Wild West, the Western Conference. We got a lot of other stuff on the plate. Obviously, some preseason action. We got some WNBA finals news. The Aces are trouncing the Liberty. And, you know, some off-the-court things, as you well know, about Mikey Williams. We're going to talk about that. Make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn your notifications and ring that bell. All right, so um, the Wild Wild West, bro. I've been hearing about this all last two weeks since media day and you know there's so many things um circulating around this uh as one thing that i didn't get a chance to get on here was the i think espn did a projection of the western conference and you know they did a ton of like random matchups and you know outcomes and whatnot and they have the top six seven projected to finish with 50 or less wins 48 for different nuggets on top all the way down to 42 for the Lakers um it's crazy um but I don't think there's a clear-cut favorite seeing that the Nuggets lost people uh you know Phoenix gained Lakers gained uh Warriors gained um there's a lot going on man um better not have the Nuggets as a favorites but everybody else is not far behind so Knowing what you know about the moves this offseason, what do you think? Who do you think is going to win? Come out on top in the West. Bro, it's so hard to say, but I'm excited to watch the NBA this season because, godly, so many uh, star players matched up, came together. Bro, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you. I really couldn't tell you right now. But I do I, – I am feeling the Lakers right now. I'm feeling the Lakers squad heavy. So I'm, I, I'll, I'll rock with the Lakers. I'm, what about you? I mean that that that's the easy one, you know. Obviously, uh, we we talk about the Lakers all the time, uh, and that's easy for me to say too. I I love the Lakers, and I'm more encouraged about this season than I have been since we won a championship in 2020. However, you got like we'll talk about it later in the show. Um, you gotta give note to the other ones. The Suns are turning out to be better than I thought they'd be. Uh, I'm not saying that. They're going to be a world beater. They got to stay healthy. But Grayson Allen, Eric Gordon, Yusuf Nurkic, the supporting cast, Yuta Watanabe, uh, you name it, Josh Okoji, like they they have a really solid supporting cast. They can keep it together. I think they can make a run. And don't forget about the guys in Dallas now. Like that's high risk, high reward. What about Sacramento? God. Man, see, that's what I'm talking about, man. They got everybody back, right? Yeah, I mean, for the most part, yeah. I mean, they, they lost uh, they lost uh, Rashawn Holmes, their backup center. Uh, but they did, you know, they did retain majority of their guys. Harrison Barnes, they got D, they got Swiper coming back. They got Demontis coming back. Uh, they got they got Malik Monk coming back. So they do have their core group coming back um, after 
uh, placing top three in the West last year. Uh, first playoff appearance in 17 years for the Kings. Um, I'm actually going to be at the Kings Warriors home opener in what, two weeks, bro. In Sacramento? Um, yep, going to be there. So I'm really excited. I'm going to take some videos so we can post it on here. Bro, you're not working at that, that tournament. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout out to Jess, who was on the show last week. He said he's going to hook it up. You know, we're we going to be, we gonna, I'm going to be moonwalking on the floor. You know, moonwalking on the floor. I'm going to take a video of that too. So don't worry about it. But um, I hate to say it, bro, but I can't tell. I'm going to do the Lakers because the Lakers are my team. But this is going to have, yeah, it's no clear cut thing. There's going to be so many factors included in this. I love, that, I love I love it that way. I hate when you know a team's going to win. I, I want I need to see you guys go at it. Who's the best? Who's going to really put their all in throughout the season? No, I feel you, bro. I'm, I'm just letting you know, like, this is going to be so many factors involved. Home, away, injuries, trades. Like, there's no clear-cut guy. Like, we had a run there where it was the Golden State Warriors. We knew. Barring injury, they'd be the best team no matter what. Um, and I feel like the last few years in the Eastern Conference as well, but, you know, the Eastern Conference is more top-heavy. We've had so much more parity, and this makes for a way more exciting season. So I'm really excited about this. Me too. Me too, man. All right, moving on to the individuals. We got the NBA Top 100 rankings coming out. Not many surprises. Um, however, after Jokic's crazy run last year to an NBA title, we all assumed that he would be the number one player on this list. But Giannis retained this title as the best player in the NBA. Um, I, I imagine narrowly defeating Jokic in whatever metrics they use for this. Um, oh, this is voted on by ESPN's panel NBA experts. Well, the, exper the experts don't always get it right, but we could have won one or two with these guys. Uh, Giannis has been killing for the last four or five years. Um, Jokic had his run last year. I felt like they were giving him his flowers, but um, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Luka, then Steph rounds out the top five. Four international players to start off, okay? Right. Now, uh, Embiid's going to play for Team USA because he's a citizen, but he is not from this country. He is from Cameroon and then France. What do you think about this top five? Hey, I'm not mad at it. Those are all great players listed. Um, I, I agree with it. I mean, what could you say about that? <laughs> Tough. Nah, man, it's – you can't go wrong. I mean, it, you know, a few things go different last year. Giannis got defeated in the first round. So I don't really agree with this. I feel like Jokic should be the number one player going in. Not to say that he – not to say that Giannis isn't the best. You could say Embiid's the best. Luka's the best. You can even say Steph is the best, depending on which criteria you're using. But given, yeah, I feel like you got to not just use, like, how good they are, but also what they did with their team. Jokic led his team to the finals with big help with from Jamal Murray and um, supporting cast, which we'll talk about in a bit. But Embiid, um, I feel like he's right in the right spot. Uh, MVP season last year. Came up short in the playoffs again and just came up small at the end, you know. Lucas yeah. still has a lot to prove um, with Kyrie in the backcourt, you know, if they can win together. And then Steph, Steph is Steph. Steph, you know, he, he's he, he's arguably the best player in the world. But his team didn't do very well last year, had some injuries, this, that, and the other. So 
You know, you know, you know, Steph is coming back though. You know, something's going to shake up. That man's really good. Let's just hope that they don't succumb to old age. You know, <laughs> yeah, because they got they got some old dudes on their team, man. They they gonna they gonna be the new low management team. All right, uh, moving on. Um, LeBron not really in you know familiar familiar place. LeBron sits at nine, and AD sits at ten. Back to back on this list. What do you think about that? Uh, LeBron's he's getting old, man. <laughs> But I mean, I still think you should be top five. It's LeBron James, bro. Who do you take out then? Who do you take out then? I'm taking out Luca. Fair, young guy, youngest guy. You gotta take him out. Some OG stuff. But I mean, yeah, bro. He's, I mean, he's getting old, but still being how old is he? Fifty. <laughs> LeBron is actually the oldest player in the NBA right now, sitting yes. at 38 years old, turning 39 in December. So. And your top ten at thirty nine, like that's yeah, top ten at thirty nine. That's really your, not just that, but you're in your twenty first season, bro. You're your twenty first season, like that. That that is just unprecedented. Um, but you know, he's he's bound to slide. He's not the best player in the NBA anymore. It's still very impressive what he's done, but he's not the best player in the NBA anymore. So I totally get this, um, but. AD being number 10, I, I think that's pretty fair because when he is not the glass man, he is one of the best no, he's amazing. players in the NBA. No question about it. One of the most dominant. Um, but next, I want to talk about surprises. Um, not really surprises necessarily, but this one is surprising to me. Uh, John Morant. John Morant slides all the way from number nine last year on this list where LeBron sits now to number 35 um, in spite of another all-star season. He averaged 26 points, a career high in assists per game, 8.1 assists and six rebounds a game on shoot, 46% shooting um, in 61 games, 32 minutes a game. Why do you think this is? Do you think they really think that he's the 35th best player in the league? Or do you think that this really has something to do with the whole uh, gun fiasco of last year. Absolutely not. He's a top 15 player. Top 10, damn near. Um, I think with the whole situation he had going on, <laughs> it just, they dropped him. But, I mean, don't let him step on that floor. You know, John Moran is capable of doing whatever the hell he wants on the on the hardwood. He's a bucket. Super athletic freak. Nah, man. Like, Ja, ja continues – yeah, I, I guess you're right, E. Uh, Daniel pointed out the fact that he suspended 25 games. But, I mean, if we use the criteria that we're using for Giannis, that he's number one, even though his team faltered at the end. Um, I feel like this list isn't just about that. Um, it's more uh, – I feel like it's raw talent uh, more than anything uh, based on that uh, because we both know that, you know, Giannis is more physically gifted – uh, can dominate a game better than Jokic can. I feel like that's why I got the nod. And I feel like when Ja comes back, he's going to be an integral part of this team who we didn't mention in the Wild Wild West, but this team is a potential championship contender. They have uh, Jaron Jackson coming back. They got Marcus Smart. They have uh, a ton of guys over there who have experience. Desmond Bain, who just got paid. They have a ton of guys with experience who've been to the playoffs, experienced defeat, and they're coming back for more. But they've seen regular season success, 
And I really think that Ja obviously is going to be a catalyst in that. Um, Bro, ja, ja and uh, Market Smart in the backcourt, I wouldn't want to see that. <laughs> That's not grinding. To, not to mention D-Rose, uh, who still has immense talent, but he's just on the older side now, can probably be a, a good contributor to this team. But we'll see, man. I I don't agree with this. I I feel like they're really penalizing them for – you know, the whole off the, maybe, maybe they're also anticipating he might do something else. That's, that's, that's not good. And as, as Daniel mentioned, this suspension puts Ja out of any contention for postseason awards, which is unfortunate because he is going to lose a lot of money because of that. Um, given that you need to make an all NBA team to sign a Supermax. Yeah, I mean, he could only play 57 games max. 57 games max, man. Uh, I, hey, then 57 get. Hey, then 57 games though he's going to spaz out. Facts. I can't wait. He going he going to be balling like Kobe when they was trying to put him in jail, bro. I can't wait. Oh, oh wait, around that time he was he was cooking. Bro, Kobe was balling. Kobe was balling like he was playing for his in- innocence on the court. Like he <laughs> like for real, bro. Like he was going he was going through the case. And then he have court and then show up to the game in the second quarter and drop 40. That's like, that, he's like, if y'all, if y'all don't think I'm innocent, I'm going to show y'all I'm innocent. All right? I'm, I'm fighting for my freedom. <laughs> Job better go for 80. No, nah, for real. He's making up for lost time for sure. But um, on the other side of this, um, there's some notable risers, which I, I feel are really warranted on this list. First and foremost, Shea Gilgis-Alexander. Turned out the league last year, led the league in scoring, um, almost led the Thunder to the playoffs, led them to the play-in when everybody left them for dead, their rebuilding team. He jumps from 48 to 8 um, on this list, uh, ahead of LeBron, uh, which is crazy. But I see it. I really do see it. He really impacted the league last year. What do you think about this? I don't agree with it. But, yeah, no, he's, he's really, 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 really good. But I'm rocking with John Morant over him all day. It's just my are you serious? Bro, yes. Man, I don't know about that one, man. Uh, you know, you know, the one thing that I can say about Jad this is he's missed time over the last two years, whether it's to injury or suspension. And I'm not saying the Grizzlies can win big without him, but it's like they didn't miss a beat in the regular season. Their record is actually better in the regular season the last two years without Jad on the floor. So um Shea has a way bigger impact on his team not saying that Ja doesn't have a big impact but he has a way imagine the thunder without Shea Gilgis Alexander you just got Josh Giddy out there uh Jalen um what's his name uh Jalen Smith Jalen and you have Chet, Chet you coming Chet in that. um you have a really young team who's really inexperienced Ja <laughs> SGA is not oh yeah you got Lou too Lou Gansdorf but you don't have Shit out there and I feel like he turned his 40 win team when if he wasn't out there they could have been as bad as 15 maybe 20 that's fair yeah that's real um fair. next one on the list Jamal Murray NBA champion and you know uh my pick for finals MVP even though you know Jokic really did earn that throughout the season 50 to 17 do you think that J- Jamal Murray is the 17th best player in the NBA yeah, I'll give it to him. I'll give him 17. I'll give him 17. 
There's so many good players in the league. I don't know, bro. I don't know. It's hard. It's super hard. Like, ranking, doing these rankings are rough. Yeah, he got 50 last year because of that ACL. But I will say this. I'll say this. I want to see Jamal Murray perform in the regular season like he does in the playoffs. Okay? He's a he's an all-star. He's If he played like he does in the playoffs half the time, he'd be a Hall of Famer. Um, so that's what I want to see from him this year, have better outputs in the regular season. Uh, and the Nuggets are going to need it this year. They lost Bruce Brown. They've lost some good players on their team that contributed last year. So he needs to step up because they're going to be in good position going into the playoffs this year. Yeah, no, I agree, man. Next one, we next one we talked about the Kings. Swiper, De'Aaron Fox rises from 54th to 23rd. Now, the reason why I put these back to back is Swiper better than Jamal Murray. Should should he be higher? Or do you, I feel like the criteria they use on each player is different. You know what I mean? I feel like yeah. Jamal got the nod because he won the finals, but Jokic didn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Damn, man. I, I like. I like D Fox a lot. Oh, that's a rough one. I mean, they're pretty close in ranking, so I mean, I, I think this is fair. I think it's a fair ranking. I mean, I'm, I'll probably take Jamal over uh, De'Aaron Fox right now. I would take him over De'Aaron Fox. Yeah, he, he's a champion. He's a champion, yeah. man. What yeah, are you gonna do? Um, Even yeah. though I think I think the Kings are really gonna do something special this season. I think it's I think they got a taste of it last season. I think this time it's gonna be they're gonna do something special. Yeah, I feel you. Um, I really um, – John. I think Fox is better uh, than John Wall, honestly. John Wall is uh, – Wait, John Wall? Where's John? No, D asks us about that. They have a John Wall versus uh, De'Aaron Fox. I feel like De'Aaron's a better scorer than John Wall was. John was a really good, like, slasher and could, could score from the perimeter. But the stuff we saw from De'Aaron is clutch. He won the clutch award last year. Like – Never like John Wall hasn't done that on a regular basis. So John good Wall's comparison, better. but I think I think um, Swipe is better. Um, is John Wall ranked? No, nah, hell no, hell no. Hey, shit. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, last but not least, um, I feel like we got the biggest jump right here in all of them. Lori Marketing goes from being on the Cleveland Cavaliers, being a ancillary part of their team behind two other. Superstar potential bigs and Jared Allen and um, Evan Mobley, who we'll talk about in a little bit, to 28th in the entire league. Now, most improved last year, made the NBA All-Star team, just went out to Utah and turned it out. So I agree with this wholeheartedly. I feel like he deserves to be right here. Yeah, no, and he went to the perfect team. So, I mean, he's showing his worth, and now look. <laughs> nah, exactly, bro. This is this is right right on. He could be higher, to be honest. He 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 went crazy last year. Yeah. And he like for the most part, he took a team that was supposed to be on the decline and rebuild to they were in playoff contention most of the year. Um they just decided to to hang it up at the end. But this Come is on. a really good one. What's you up? You gotta go with the jazz uh home opener. Man, I'm not going to jazz home opener. I'll go I'll go to another one. Not the home opener though. It ain't that important to me. Come on, Wemby, man. Wemby's playing. Wimby, we'll see Wimby later. Um, 
All right. Uh, biggest surprise on this list for you? The biggest surprise on this list is uh, man, not really surprised with any of them. I mean, they all make sense. But I'm I mean, surprised. surprised. Oh, uh, oh Ja Morant, Ja dropping. Yeah. Ja Ja is the biggest surprise to me by far. The 35, y'all tripping. But he'll come back and show what he's got. I mean, he tweeted um, about it. He tweeted about it, right? Didn't he? He said something I, in public. I, I, I think he did. I think he yeah. did. But, no, you know, he John's always gonna go on um John's always gonna go on social media and shout. You know, like he, he doesn't hey, do why he's in this position. Just make sure you don't show any type of fake gun, candles, and <laughs> keep that away, bro. Keep that away from the live stream. John, we're rooting for you here on the pod. All right. We are we are, we really are. All right. Next, we gotta breeze through this one because we got a lot left and we're already halfway through the show. Um, NBA preseason. Um we have a matchup that could be a primetime matchup for years to come. Wimby and Chet in their preseason NBA debuts both went off and they were going at it. Um, Both shine in the preseason debut. Uh, Wimby had 18 points, three rebounds on seven and nine shooting, had some really impressive M1s. Chet had some problems with them, but was keeping up. And Chet, who is still a rookie since he didn't play in any games last year due due to his list Frank injury, 21 points and nine rebounds on seven to 10 shooting. Now, my question is this, man, like this, this right here is these guys are the future of the NBA. This is exactly what we talk about. Positionless basketball, do everything. And they're, and they're both seven feet plus barring injury. Cause we see that a lot. Is this the next great big man matchup in the NBA right here? Hey man, I think so. I mean, I've been waiting to see something like this seven whatever however tall they are super tall um i mean the last player i've seen like this was isaiah austin our brother i've mm-hmm. been i mean isaiah never played you know with this condition but finally you get to see it these dudes remind me of isaiah so i'm 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 bro this matchup is tough i think this is going to become a thing for sure in the nba to watch this is a thing chet wimby i love it bro Bro, Isaiah was ahead of its time. When I when I see Wimby play, it reminds me of Isaiah. Absolutely. Yeah. They move Rush, they, move, they move the same shoulders. Yeah. He's seven foot one and and he's moving like he's six foot three. You know, um, Isaiah had that. He did. Uh, unfortunately, we all know what happened. He, he he got red flagged by the NBA and never played. But like this is something that I've been waiting to see. Um, where our, our game has been evolving, but it's been evolving on the perimeter. You see um, all these guys shooting 30 footers and you got guys like Kevin Durant, who's a true guard, right? But we haven't seen big guys yet evolve into this, like being able to play perimeter post block shots like these two do. So I really think, you know, the Thunder and the Spurs, um, the Spurs, they do, um, they, they get, the right pieces around these guys. I think this is going to be a crazy matchup um, in years to come. So I'm really excited to watch this. Uh, <laughs> all right, um, moving on. We got a few footnotes about NBA preseason so far. Obviously, we got to talk about the Lake Show because that that's that's the house team. House team. Um, the Lake Show have looked really impressive, man. They lost their first preseason game versus the Warriors. Um, set out LeBron and AD in that game but have stringed two impressive wins versus the Brooklyn Nets and the Sacramento Kings in preseason. 
um, with AD and LeBron and even Austin Reeves sitting out of the last one. We got Austin Reeves, you know, AR-15, shining 18 points a game, leading the team 70% from the field, only second to Jackson Hayes, who hasn't missed a field goal in the preseason yet. Um, wow. Gabe Vincent has been a star, so has D'Angelo Russell in his time. Um, and then we have had some struggles, though. Hood uh, Shafino, Cam Reddish struggle from the field. Cam Reddish is 0 for 4 on average every game so far in the preseason. Hasn't hit a field goal. Um, but there's a lot to be looking at this, not to mention Christian Wood and the other guys who are on this team. So my question for you is we got our first five games for the Lakers in the in the regular season. Um, what do you think their record's going to be in the first five? In the first five games? Yes. So I'll, I'll, I'll line it up for you, brother. Um, I don't know why it sent me all the way down here, but we got um, Go ahead. Lakers Nuggets, October 24th. They're Ooh. playing at Denver. Um, Suns Lakers That's at, a loss. Crypto, at Crypto. Um, then um, Lakers Kings in SAC. Oh, my God. Out the gates? And then Magic Lakers at home. Then round it off, Lakers versus Clippers. What do you think? I'll go three, two. Three and two? Mm-hmm. You like that? You like that, Nama? <laughs> yeah, I think <laughs> I I really think the Lakers can go anywhere between three and two and five and zero oh in this. Only reason you got the new look Nuggets who are gonna be you know, they're, they're cores together, but they got a lot of new pieces that they got to figure out. Uh, Suns Lakers at home. So that's going to be a big piece. And um, we got Lakers Kings, which we had success against them on the road last year. Mm-hmm. Magic that's Lakers, gonna they got That's not going to be easy, dog. That's going to be a fight, dog fight. My, okay, I don't care if we win any of these games besides the Clippers Lakers. Here's why. We haven't beaten the Clippers in the regular season in like – Four years, bro. That's a sign. If we beat them out the gate, start the season. That this, this is a new look. Exactly. Yeah. They've been our Achilles heel, and they might they might be limping to the they might be limping starting out because Kawhi just coming off of knee surgery, all that. But if we can win that game, I don't care about the rest of them because it's a long season. The West is gonna be, everybody's gonna be beating up on each other. So I think we can go four and one. But if we go one and four and beat the Clippers, I'm cool with it because. <laughs> We got we 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 have the core and the right team to to win this year. I think. No, for sure. Wow, it's crazy. Can't beat the Clippers. You gotta beat the Clippers, man. Hey, we win chips over here. They just win regular season championships. Um, okay, the new big three impresses in preseason in their debut for Phoenix. Um, KD, D Book, and Bradley Bill each scored twelve points in a overtime win, I think, against the Detroit Pistons. But they looked smooth, bro. Like, they looked really good. And then they all played about 12 minutes. But I'm really here to talk about the the supporting cast. Grayson Allen um, averaging 14 points on 61% shooting so far in the preseason. You got guys like Eric Gordon, Yuta Watanabe. um, And then you got Yusuf Nurkic, who's leading the team in rebounding. They got a big man in the middle. So, is this group primed to be a championship contender? I'm becoming more and more a believer every year, every day. 
you were big on this team last year, but I told you they were top heavy and they didn't have the depth to do it. I feel like they might have the depth this year. What do you think? Uh, I mean, with KD, D-Buck, and Bradley Beal, sheesh, I think you could always – you could win big. But, I mean, with, where was CP3 at? Was he was he there last year? Was he was he with the Yeah, he was, and he was getting yeah, the worst that, time, just why, like he always does. <laughs> that's, that's why I didn't work out, because CP3 was there. That's the curse. KD, though, man, he, he has an injury bug, too. Bradley Bill does, too. You can't overlook that. But barring injury, I think they can make a deep run. They're more dangerous than the Lakers are, I'll tell you that. Now, the Lakers are going to play defense like we showed last year. And we if we have enough firepower where we're hitting threes with Torian Prince and Max Christie, um, era 15, if LeBron can hit, be consistent from outside, if AD can hit some shots, I feel like we'll be really dangerous because we strap up. 94 feet, so on breath all day. D'Lo's got to go on the bench in the playoffs because he can't play defense, but we're going to be all right. D'Lo plays defense. <laughs> if D'Lo plays any type of liquor defense, we're winning big. I agree, man. I agree. I agree. Now, last point in the NBA. Giannis and Dame, the blockbuster trade of the summer, haven't logged a minute yet in preseason. I was looking for shots. All I could find is shots from practice. That's all they're doing. And they're not even practicing together that much, it seems like, in the picture, pictures. I could be wrong. But I would, what? I wouldn't play them either. I need you ready for game time. Because I know what you I know what you're coming with. Look, man, we need chemistry. Chemistry. You got two perennial all-stars, Hall of Famers who've had their own situation for their entire well, Giannis started off different than Dave. And Dame had Lamar Saldridge, but for the most part, they've had their own situation for 10 years. And now you have to share the floor with another all-star, um, a Hall of Famer for the first time in your career. We need chemistry. We need to know what we're going to do. What is that? And I, I feel like you're doing your team a disservice when you don't play your stars that just got together in the preseason together. I, that's just my opinion. But I don't I think- know. I'm, I'm not an NBA exec or a coach, so I don't know. Yeah, I mean they're they're both you know they're both dominant players and they're uh, I think they're super unselfish. I think Dame and, and Giannis, their personalities, I think they they mesh well. Like that's yeah, why but, I love them get collaborate. But look, you got to think about the supporting cast. None of them have ever played with Dame before, and you got to think about situationally. Like guys got to know when when their spots are coming, especially right. the guys like Chris Middleton, who's not going to be playing at the beginning of the season. Um, Bobby Portis. Um, you name it, the guys, Brooke Lopez, the guys who have those big games that you need in the regular season are those big five three-pointer games in the playoffs or making a big shot. They got to they gotta get used to Dame. And their schedule is not easy out of the gate. They have the 76ers, Hawks, Heat, Raps, and then Knicks, first five games. So you probably, you, like, you got the Raptors on the road, one of the best crowds in the league. You got the Heat who are coming for revenge because they didn't get Dame. Um, Hawks who have high ceiling, you know that. They can score with the best of them. And then the 76ers, the MVP. Like, and the and NBA hard, is like, loaded. Yeah, Am I tripping that the NBA has never been this loaded before? This is. I, I think we're we're past the, uh, the super team era. So guys are way more spread out than they used to be. So you got a lot more talent in a lot more places. So this is why it is what it is. But my point is we got to get ready for that. Like game reps. 
you're you're probably gonna come out against the Bucks, the 76ers, and not do well. So gonna be honest. Uh, then then you get to the the one thing they have in their favor is that four of their first five games are at home. So they they might benefit from that, but I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if I'm playing with Damon Giannis, I'm hey, I'm gonna be ready for my jumper when you kick it. You <laughs> miss the jump, I'm gonna go get my rebound. I'm gonna I'm gonna fit in. I'm gonna do what I gotta do. Those two type of players right there, you just gotta find your role. <laughs> All right, man. I feel like we do this every time where we, you know, we're, we're pre-recording. We we got a lot to say. We got and we got 12 minutes to get this thing done. All right, so NBA Leaf feet, it's back. All right, we got our first real in-game. Right. First off, we got Kelly Oubre and some wide and red chucks. This um this colorway is solid. Um, I like these. I feel like I seen Shea wear these. Um, they're they're cool. Looks like they're dusty though. Converse. You got to give my man some more kicks, bro. Like are those throwback Converse or something? Nah, man. They're, 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 you know, Converse is looking for the classic but new look. You see, you got the you got yeah the, the technology logo. on the sole, and you got the old school logo, all that stuff. Like they're they're trying to bring it back, but also be you know, be um, be modern. So I like these a lot. Yeah, you know, and, and Kelly, Kelly has swag. Ko got crazy swag. So you know, whatever Kelly's rocking, I'm I'm rocking with it. I love him. Think right. Um, all right, chill. Bro. All right, Kuz, Kuz. I I didn't even get a chance to look up these names, but Kuz got on some flamboyant Pumas, bro. I don't know about these ones. I wouldn't rock them, but cheetah, I can see why others. The leopard dog, the leopard Le- is leopard, fool. It's leopard. Oh my god. <laughs> it's a leopard. Uh I I do like the contrast of the I like how Puma uses the outline of the Puma uh, swoosh on the side. And then, you know, the leopard is what it is. They got the red inside swoosh, the 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 blue outside swoosh. They're solid. Yeah, I'm not rocking with them. I don't like them. <laughs> Oh, all right, okay. all right. We move on. Demar Demar has been warming up in some iconic Jordans, seeing these in Chicago, and he pulled up in the uh, Raging Bull Jordan during warmups. Yes, I had a pair of these back in the day, bro. Me too. I had the metallic no. vibes. I had the metallic no. vibes. That's my I first. Had these joints right here, bro. I don't know how I got my hands on them, but I had them and I sold them because you know it's three stripe life. But I did wear them a few times out. I'm not gonna lie. But these right here might be the best on the list. Probably not might, they are. Um, crazy colorway. Um, fits the theme of your team. You're playing for the Bulls where the GOAT played. I love these. I love it too. I love it. This is this has it's the best shoe. But yeah. This shoe the shoe's iconic. It's really iconic. All right. Now we got a new entry, man. First ones, first one off the line. You've seen your grandmama wear these. You've seen your auntie. You saw her with the shape ups on. Now we got Sketcher hoop shoes worn by none other than Julius Randle in the game. Look at this. I don't know, man. I feel like he's going on the BBB route with these, man. His feet mm. gonna be hurt. His feet gonna be hurt. No, no, man. I mean, they're I not know. terrible. They're not terrible, but they're not. You know, they're bad, but they're not terrible. I want to see new colorways. Oh, remember when we saw the Hardens for the first time, and we were like, "Oh, I thought oh, the Hardens." When yeah. when the Hardens first dropped, I thought they were the ugliest shoe ever. When I saw the photo of them, I'm like, "Ugh, like what is this?" Then I saw them in person, and I was like, "Okay, these are yeah. tough." And then you saw different colorways too, and you're like, I see where they're going with this one. It was hard, right? That's damn near the best shoe in the NBA right now. The most sexiest shoe damn near. High key, bro. I like the new LeBrons though. I do the ones that Aja Wilson was wearing. So those might be the shoe of the year this year. Um, 
Lastly, Wimby rocking some Nike GT Zoom runs um, versus Chet. And these ones, I can mess with. I like I like the uh, the black the black uh, base. I like I like the sole. Um, they got they have the outline of the Nike swoosh right here with some really cool gradient going on, and the then the purple swoosh on the inside. Crazy. Yeah, man, they, they they went crazy with these. They did. Man, I always try to put some Adidas on here, but I couldn't find any. But um, yeah, man, you know Dame wasn't playing this week, man. Dame didn't play. I would have got Dame. Definitely would have. But you know he's gonna bring some heat. I was I was actually trying to find some new ones in from practice, but they didn't have any um, shots of his feet. But um, all in all, man, my favorites are the Demar Raging Bulls Jordan Fives on this list. Easy. Man, I'm kind. Of, yeah, yeah. For what it stands for, yeah, I'm going. I'm going the same, same way. But the Wimby shoe was nuts. Wimby shoe was nuts. nuts. Absolutely nuts. But I got to give the O to yeah. uh, Demar rocking the MJs on the Bulls. Crazy classics. All right, uh, we're skipping trivia this week, so you're safe. You were safe because we had so much to talk about elsewhere. But we coming back next week with some fire, so you better be ready. All right, all right, all right. Uh, skip over. We got the WNBA finals. All right, now I hey. talked about this. I talked about this all the way through. Will the Aces playoff experience overcome the fact that the Liberty's been beating their tail all season and it's coming to fruition? The, the Aces win two in convincing fashion at home. The last one was by 30 points, damn near. Um, Asia Wilson has just been dominant, and a lot of people think that it's um, fueled by her snub of not winning the MVP this year in spite of the Aces having the best record. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, as she should be. I'd be, I'd be feeling the same way. I mean, she's really, really good. and she's Hold on. She was third? Wow. Who was second? Rest on that. It's a joke. Yeah, that's terrible. I get I get given Stewie the MVP, but second, third. I yeah, gotta up after the show. We don't have time for this, but that is absolutely absurd. WNBA, you guys need to do better. Whatever writers you're using, let's hear the interview. And it's and it's coming back. She is on a freaking tear right now. Ridiculous. And she's looking fine and doing. She's heard it all. Third in MVP voting. Okay. Okay. Rest on that. It's a joke. She's been off the charts efficient. She got, I mean, and I love Stewie. You know, I love bigs that can shoot threes. But her efficiency on both ends, it's been ridiculous. It's been, she would have, if I would have played her as many minutes, she would have averaged 28 and 13. And that's all anybody in here would have been talking about. But she got screwed because her coach didn't play her in fourth quarters. I have to charge my laptop, my bad. Uh, yeah, snub. Man. Snub. You, you, when we go back to MVP voting, I get the Liberty had the second best record, but how do you vote her third? How? I don't get it. Hey, I man, don't I'll get it. All I'm saying is I'm disappointed in Liberty. I wanted a real fade. I I can't see that. Who was number two? Who was number two? 
All right, man. Let's move on, man. I, 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 and Liberty's getting their ass tapped. Like, come on, bro. Give me some. Give me something fun to watch. You getting? I, I bet you one thing. She she gonna win finals MVP. I I, I give you that. All right. She's, not, she's for sure getting that. Moving on to more somber news. We don't have time to take over all the bad news in in basketball right now, but we do got one thing that's close to home. Mikey Williams, uh, one of our young boys, um, has. They have, the, the judge has ruled that they will have a sufficient evidence to move on the trial in his gun case that uh, popped off back in April. Um, Mikey is facing six felony counts. Um, um, I, I think five is um, is uh, assault with a weapon because there are five people in the car. And also, um, I think, a legal use of a, of a firearm or something like that. Um, now, found guilty of all these charges, Mikey could face up to 28 years in prison. Mm. What are your thoughts? Can't play with the law, bro. This mm. You know what, man? I've known Mikey since he was like 13. I haven't had a ton of contact with him the last few years, but you know, I'd be lying to you if I said that I didn't do stupid stuff when I was his age, man. I, I never had any guns or anything, but stupid stuff nonetheless. And you know, these, you were there, you were there with me. Uh, you know, those few times you came up to campus with me uh, when, you, when you were in high school, uh, you know, we were, we did some stupid stuff, man. Uh, it's unfortunate that he is so, um, so visible to the world. I feel like they're making an example out of him, uh, but Every kid, he's 18 years old at the time, um, and even if he's 19, he's still a kid. You know, I'm. We're still making mistakes right now. You're you're in your mid 20s. I'm in my 30s. Like guys like this deserve a second chance at life. You know, he's young. He's figuring things out, and I, I feel like them throwing to throwing the book at him is going to do him a disservice because Mikey's a smart kid, um, very smart. And I know that he knows he made a mistake and we, we shouldn't be putting people away for 30 years when, you know, they haven't killed somebody or whatever it may be. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, man, but this is serious. <laughs> Hell man. yeah. Serious. Like, gosh, 25 years? I know, man. It sucks. I, I don't know what to say. Um, I just hope that, you know, his uh, – Lawyer back there with the bow tie. Oh, I hope they got a good defense, and I hope that I hope he gets. I hope he kills the shit. It's twenty five. Yeah, man. No, yeah, no, not it. It's it's really sad, but you know what? It's not over. Just because they go into trial, don't mean that he's guilty. All right, innocent until proven guilty. We wish you the best of luck, Mikey. All prayers and thoughts to you and the fam, bro. All right, you don't get through this. Promise to God. All right. Before we get to our street ball clips of the week, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the Balls Life Podcast Network channel. Turn on your notifications, ring that bell. All right, Isaac, you gonna hop up first? What you want? Yeah, let's check my street ball clip of the week. This is uh, for Damo right here. Um, this is at the stage. Buddy just crossed the shit out some kid, and you know who I tagged in the comments? Damo. <laughs> <laughs> and Trevor. NT Bunny. Don't forget about Trevor. Yeah, Trev. I had to tell you, he's upstairs asleep right now. But yeah, Trev. Long night. Man. Yeah, man. Just 
Damo, I mean, you've had, you've had a crazy crossover like this on uh, Ball's Life at the All-American camp. How do you hey, feel? Hey, Jerry Blakes is my guy now. You know, I, I mean, I haven't seen him in a long time, but that's who I crossed over. It's funny that he uh, he told him to give me the ball, and I will, and that was the only time I ever made somebody fall, rather. I almost tagged him in the comments, but I wasn't going to be petty. Uh, <laughs> All right, let's go on to your clip. Yeah, let me, let me get mine, man. Um, so – you got my guy right here, Seattle Pro-Am, behind the – spin to the behind the back. Oh, and my God. Nasty. Oh, that's definitely a carry. But, hey, it's street ball. What are we going to do about it? Yeah. Um, this is the type of creativity that makes our game so exciting. I, I love this clip right here. He hits him with the 360 to the behind the back, and then the nasty, the nasty dime. Um, that's street ball for you, baby. Uh, well, I, I love seeing clips like this because – Basketball is not just NBA. It's not just college. It's like there's talented guys everywhere out there. Guys like this. I don't even know this guy's name, but he he clearly has skills. So shout out to you, whoever you are from Seattle, right where Isaac is right now, uh, taking a pod. Um, but that's that's all we got for today. Um, we really appreciate you guys. Special prayers out. You guys know about the uh, Israeli-Palestinian war. Prayers to everybody involved in that. And I just came from St. Louis. Special shout out to my grandfather, Howard Harris, war veteran. Um, not, not, and one of the best people in the world, bro. Um, sick at home right now. I just pray it gets better. Uh, but yeah, that's all we got. Yep. Uh, with that being said, my name is Don. My name is Isaac. And this is Street Ball. We out. Get the